yeah? We may not be young, we may not be pretty, we may not be right good. But we're here. We're live. And for one night only, we're going for the full Monty. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. Happy Easter weekend to you. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together, we are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour. And if you thought this was going to be a backyard Easter egg hunt, we are going to disabuse you of that illusion today. We have Carol Bromley with us. She will join us shortly. Good times await. And when Suzanne Mitchell gives the signal, we will have a couple of numbers for you to call so that you can get up close and personal with Carol. And maybe there's someone on the other side of life with a message for you and through the good services and auspices of Carol Bromley. But let's say hello to Nathan. Good morning, Gary and Suzanne, and wishing you all a happy opening weekend. It's like, it's like I'm sitting in the upper deck. Above the broadcast With booth. nobody sitting <laughs> around you. Yes, that's right. Unless I'm in <laughs> Texas and then too many people are sitting around me. Very that's right. interesting. Baseball is back. Mariners are one and one to start the year. Okay, they're at 500 and they're playing the San Francisco Giants. As you said a moment ago before we went on air, Nathan, that's a formidable challenge. And I'm glad to see that the Mariners are doing at least this well to kick off the year. Yeah, it is. We'll see how they do today. I'm not really too confident in the game just based off of what I've been seeing but you know you never know what can happen like on Thursday they came back five runs in the seventh and eighth inning excuse me and beat the Giants that day when people thought they were gonna be beaten by the Giants I hope that it continues to go well for them because they've never been to the World Series and I would be so delighted if the Mariners finally made it to the biggest stage in baseball I hope they do good to have you with us Nathan Today, Carol Bromley, you know, we're so used to having her come on. And At we, Christmas, the Christmas Bromley. The, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Christmas Carol. We have the Christmas, Christmas Carol. And now we have the Easter Bromley. A visit from the Easter Bromley. How droll. Hey, you guys have recycled me to the Bromley Bunny. And you're none we the worse have. for wear, my we dear, have. as I see you on Zoom. And let me give you a proper introduction. Come on, then. Carol Bromley is a psychic medium who began hearing voices of the departed at the age of six. Six. Today, she is a past life therapist, a holistic therapist, a tarot consultant, and a Reiki master teacher. Her first book is The Living Spirit, One Woman's Battle Amongst Ghosts, Spirits, and the Living. Her second book is Visitations and Conversations. Joining us from London today is the one, the only, the Easter Bromley. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell at this strange time of year, Carol. Thank you. Good morning, Seattle. Good morning, Manson Mitchell. And good morning, Nathan. Lovely to see you all, and thank you for inviting me back. I'm so excited. Are, are you in London proper? I'm about 15 miles outside London. I'm about okay. 20 minutes. Okay. All yeah. right. What And what is your village or town called? 
It's called Westray and it's just on the outskirts of Heathrow Airport, about three okay. miles from Heathrow Airport there. So, yeah, so if you want to come over for tea, just jump on the plane, get off at Heathrow. I'll come over, pick you up on my bicycle, bring you to my oh, house. All right. That's now, this is no small <laughs> promise. Now, the woman just told us that she I will go and pick us up at Heathrow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy talk. I, I was in London 20 years ago. I stayed in St. John's Wood. Oh, posh. <laughs> and, and I traveled the, the underground, uh, mind the gap. I heard that many times. I thought they were talking about the store where you buy clothes, but no, <laughs> they were talking about the actual gap between the train and the, the platform. <laughs> yeah, between the platform. Yes, yeah. mind the gap. And so mind the gap. Uh, I have very good feelings about London and Gary and I very much hope to get back into that part yeah. of the world. I've never been. Actually, You've never I've never been. been. I want to see London. That's that's on my bucket list. And if I've gone that far, then I want to travel to Liverpool, where I want to go to the Cavern Club and the Beatles Museum, Strawberry Fields, Penny Lane, you name it. The long uh, and winding road, as it were. It will be a long and winding road because it's a long, long way from London to Liverpool. <laughs> It is, but uh, you know, I figured if we were going to go there, we'd like to do it to manage it financially as best we could and be there maybe for a couple of weeks. And there's more than one uh, party over there, uh, some lovely Brits who have offered at least for a night or two their home so that we could go and, and camp there and not be a bother. <laughs> you know, we won't be late for tea, but we will get up early and get out and about because there's just so much to see. It, it, as That's why Shakespeare referred to England as a realm. There's just so much going on. Oh my God, yeah, it is. But uh, unfortunately with the COVID, everything's like moved like you guys over there, you know, the whole world has changed, doesn't it? It so has so very big, much so. Yeah, these big attractions are not big uh, as big as they used to be but the sightseeing and the sea is still there for you and obviously it's going to be so cold in Liverpool if you go in the winter you know so you need right. your boots your wellies your duvets you need everything I know it's all shut down with COVID but normally what would some of the Easter traditions be in in the UK because I'm wondering how they compare to the Easter traditions here are there chicks and bunnies do you have peeps do you have uh, egg hunt baskets Easter bonnets hot cross buns what what is it what do people oh, do at goodness. Easter time in the UK. <laughs> We get all that, you know, and we just love uh, shopping for the Easter egg. The chocolate, it's not Easter eggs, it's about the chocolate. Come on now, the chocolate, the flowers, the holiday, the time off, but also about the Easter joke. So I've got a joke I want to tell you. So let me say it. Why shouldn't you tell an Easter egg a joke? Uh, Why might, shouldn't you tell because, an Easter egg a joke? Because you might crack it up. Yay! Punchline! <laughs> you've been reading. You've been reading my script. No, I, I've been. Psychic. You're psychic. I'm reading your thoughts. <laughs> I'm reading my thoughts. Okay. So how does a bunny stay healthy then? This is a good one. How does a bunny stay healthy? 
Well, Come on, I'm going to tell you now. So it's exercise and aerobics. <laughs> oh, exercise. I'm nice. telling you. Aerobics. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is practically like Saturday night at the Hammersmith Odeon. Unbelievable. Yeah, ring it, baby. <laughs> This is great. Uh, we're speaking of Easter as Suzanne adroitly introduced the subject. It's a theme for us. When when you think about Easter and being as uh, well-read and steeped in spirituality of various kinds as you are, Carol, isn't it fascinating how winners write history? Because if you go back far enough, Easter wasn't Easter, it was Ishtar, and it has pagan roots very close to the earth. And I guess in a way it still is there, but with the advent of organized Christianity, Ishtar became Easter and a whole new set of meanings became superimposed in a way so as to co-opt an ancient holiday. I find that fascinating. It is, but maybe it was uh, a foundation that needed to build on so everybody could participate. I it, that is actually what it is. I did a little research about that years ago because I was writing an article about April Fool's Day and what the origin of that was. And the origin of April Fool's Day, which is we're now just three couple days past the first of the month, is that that was the first of the year in the early Celtic tradition because springtime is always the first of the year. And when the Romans came over at, uh, gosh, 1,900 AD, whatever it was, they started bringing their traditions and trying to, as you say, meld them because they wanted to get the people who lived in England to be a part of the culture of the Romans. And of the Romans, of course, decided to have their first of the year be January in honor of the uh, Roman god Janus, but when the people out in the country didn't know that it got changed, they were celebrating the first of the year, April 1st still. And then the Roman soldiers would find him and say, you're April fools. This isn't the first of the year anymore. But uh, no, but fascinating stuff, isn't it? Right, it is springtime, and that is the eggs, and that's the bunnies, and the chicks, and the life is all yeah. uh, the first of the year, the springtime, uh, you know, starting our year in that way. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, that's, that's how, nice. that's how I look, but I, but I think you're right about that blending, the blending yeah. of the traditions. You can't leave any domination out of it because it affects everybody. Yes. Yes. But okay. So we got to so talk what, about what, that. What were the Easter's of your childhood like? What, what kind of traditions? Are they you... good memories? Yes. Well, I don't know. My childhood was very uh, limited because my my mum was a single parent with five kids. So we didn't really have a lot, but we did have maybe one Easter egg um, every year. So, But it was good. It was fun. We played as kids. We, we played outside. You know, it was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, good times. Loved it. We're Different the, now, though. <laughs> in the religious tradition in which you were raised, did you feel at times, Carol, as though you were constrained to participate in particular ways, even if it didn't feel good or feel right to you? 
yeah I did but most of all I think it was uh everything everything costs money and if it costs money I couldn't participate in it for obvious reasons you know but um yeah and I didn't have the best of brands I wore second hand clothes and it, you know, that's how families were those days. I mean, you know, I was going back a few years now, no spring chicken, but however, <laughs> you know, we we do hold, we all, all hold those memories of our childhood days, don't we? Whether good or bad. But I think more importantly, if you had love, was given love and found love as you were growing up a child, that's all that matters. Because when you um, uh, grow, grow into a teen or an adult, you've got that love that you can take with you. Yeah, you don't see that so much these days. Does, does Easter mean something different to you as a medium? You started hearing voices at age of six. That's a very tender young age oh. to be hearing voices of the departed. Did you need to reconcile a lot between what was actually occurring to you versus what you were being told by religious leaders? Well, actually, I used to go to the Salvation Army at that age, <laughs> so it was it was mad, really. But I, um, the voices I I got used to living with, and they were just a part of my natural childhood. So I never thought they were dead people um, until later on in life. Had I known they were dead people, I might not have played it, played or listened to them so much, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But and it wasn't so much spoken to to the kids about death and dying and spirits and ghosts and paranormal back then, you know, in the 19, late 1950s, early 60s. Um, it was very much a taboo subject. Oh, yes. And, you know, it still is, Carol. And that's one of the reasons that Gary and I like to talk with uh, people who are mediums, people who have investigated the spirit world, the other side, because it is still a subject that many people are afraid to talk about. But isn't it interesting that nobody gets out of this world alive? I mean, we're <laughs> All heading in that direction we you are know? all heading in that direction it's a one-way ticket isn't it yeah one-way <laughs> ticket and yet people oh i don't want to talk about that i don't want to talk about that's, that that's exactly it because people yeah. who don't want to talk about it have a fear themselves of death and dying you know and i don't know about you but i've i've often been told by other people growing up as a child they always think that you're gonna die at a certain age you know and it's almost like when that age comes, you can relax and uh, you can relax and say, "Oh God, you know, I'm still alive here." You know, but a lot of people say say to me how they feel like um, they're going to die young, they're going to die early, or um, they're afraid of dying. You know, and it's mad really because a lot of them live till uh, you know a lot of them are still alive and living now. But I feel it's just something that. Uh, is instilled in us for some reason. Don't know where it comes from, but death and dying as a, a as a young adult can be quite frightening. And I think, and I've said this before to you guys, I feel like they should teach it more in schools as education on the subject of death and dying. I don't know if they do in the USA, but they certainly don't here in uh, the United Kingdom. 
No, they absolutely don't teach it here. And I think that would really freak out a lot of the parents if that turned out to be something that was discussed in school. I would think that it would be a little bit more of a topic in the UK than it is in the US because you have so many more spiritualist churches there than we have here. Well, we we kind of do have uh, uh, have quite a few spiritual churches and centres, but even so, if the subject or uh, of death and dying was taught in schools, then surely that would help the child come to terms with a loved one who they may lose. You know, maybe uh, God forbid it be a parent or a sibling or somebody or even a friend. You know. Um, it would give them uh, a feeling of knowing what's to come for that person, yeah, rather than all the hearsay at the time of that person's death or after. It would be more comforting to know what's coming, you know. And I feel like I want to say these gang crimes that are these gangs that are out there who commit gang crimes and knifings, and God forbid, you, we've got loads of that going on at the moment with the gangs taking each other's lives. It's you know under twelve, you know 12, 12 to sixteen teenagers taking one another's life. If they knew the process of what uh, another child goes through from the time they uh, take that life to uh, the time they're taken to the cemetery, the burial ground, and how that child's parents and family are feel, feeling, that is the education that we need brought into our schools. Not, uh, I, know, I know love and prayers and healing is a lot, but it doesn't bring that child back. And this is why children need to understand what is the purpose of murdering somebody, you know? Yeah, well, we've got plenty of that over here too. Okay, and I regret to yeah. say it, there's a sudden increase all of a sudden of these incidents. I saw somewhere before we uh, went online, I don't have the details of the story, but appearing, apparently is in Wilmington, Delaware, I think is, is where this happened, that somebody opened fire at a party last night and three people are dead. It's like it, it, every day I'm checking the news and I look for other things and intervening, here's the story about another mass killing or multiple shooting I don't know what it is about the human spirit. And in fact, to widen this just a bit, I'm curious to know, Carol, if when it comes to human violence, this propensity for violence that we have as a species, does spirit communicate with you on that subject about why we are the way we are in that regard? Again, I feel it's down to the way you brought up education and how other people are, how other people are acting or treating you around you, you know? And I feel because we've got the woke, uh, we've got the woke people and I, you know, if anybody who's woke <laughs> phones me in tonight, it, it is what it is, you know, please don't be offended. But I feel like the woke hasn't helped, the woke people and all the protesters, all the do-gooders haven't helped this because it's like, uh, you can't tell a child off for this, you can't tell a child off for that, you know, don't do this. They never talk about doing the right thing. You know, what is the right respectful thing to do? Yeah. So it has to come yeah. from human nature and human instincts. And which values we nurture. And this exactly. this is an education system, parental responsibilities, which are difficult at the best of times. I have no children, neither does Suzanne. So it's not like we can lecture anyone, but I see the difference between good parenting and bad parenting about any time I'm out in society. I'll put it yeah. that way. Perfect. Yeah. 
you can you can tell the difference you know and a lot quite often if you you know you can't even slap a child on the back of the leg because that's classed as abuse here I don't know if it is where you but when my mum when we were naughty my mum would give me a slap on the back of the leg you know and I wouldn't do it again you know because I know it was wrong but you can't say to a child today you can't do that it's wrong they'll just like laugh at you yes yeah I'm, I'm not big on corporal punishment that's for sure but I I understand what you're saying to you know give the child a, a little tap there and say that's not that's not acceptable, yeah. you know, even just to get their attention. Yeah. And when you're a parent or even maybe a single parent and you can't control all your kids, yes. maybe just giving yeah. them that little slap is all they, you know, it doesn't even hurt. It didn't even hurt, you know, but it was the, it was the thought of having somebody's hand slap on the back of your leg, just a little tap like that, you know, don't do yeah. it, you know? So. I think we're all agreed that corporal punishment is best reserved for consenting adults in a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they have any of those in London. Oh, they're playing those dungeons with orgies in London, lovey. <laughs> <laughs> and politicians trying to sneak out in the dead of night without having their pictures taken. <laughs> oh my God, they're the worst, aren't they? Like, the night, they've got wings, they get everywhere. <laughs> We are already almost 24 minutes into this hour, and we want to use it to best effect because we are privileged to have Carol Bromley with us and one other Blythe spirit. And I was remiss at Christmas time, and I swore I wouldn't make that mistake again. Please tell us, for those who might be encountering you for the first time, tell us about the lovely Hannah, her place in your life and her place in history. Oh my God, Hannah, my spirit guide, what a wonderful, beautiful, uh, gifted soul she was when she was here on the earth plane. She came to me in a, in a dream and I didn't know who my spirit guide was for at least two years. Many I've been in this business like 24 years now, nearly 25, but it took two years for me to get to know my spirit guide, but it didn't stop me giving messages that were 100% accurate. So um, yeah, Hannah was a, a nurse in the Crimean war and she when she came to me in a dream she uh, took me around the battlefield and all the souls who had lost their lives you know um and it was such a, a sad and somber somber moment for me and um she said just call me hannah so i thought oh, okay i will and at the, uh, a few years later i went to work at um uh brunel university over here in the uk and i worked there for 15 years and during my lifetime there, or my working time there, they put up this new building and called it Mary Seacole. And I'm thinking, well, how weird is that? Mary Seacole was a lady of colour in the Crimean War who worked alongside Florence Nightingale. So it was no coincidence that all, all this spiritual stuff with my guide and Mary Seacole came together. And that's part of your story then as well. We welcome Hannah to the show, and I know how she works, only in the most general way, how she works through you, but that I believe she works through you can be attested by the messages you have passed on to me, not on air because we don't make it about us. We want our listeners to call in and, and have the benefit there, but there are things that you have told me to look out for that came through with enough detail to thoroughly uh, that and um, approve, really prove the uh, the substance of what you were saying. And that's the key here. 
so much of what you do is evidential mediumship and is referred to in spiritualist circles as the evidential. And when that's provided, it not only argues for the existence of continued life and afterlife, but it lets us know that we are close to spirit and vice versa. I find that very encouraging. And you're at the top of your game, Carol. <laughs> it's taken me a long time to get here, you know, but it's, it never stops. You never stop learning. Spirit is always, always educating you and showing you different ways that they can communicate with, communicate with people who are not a medium, you know, uh, by leaving uh, signs and things like that. Um, but it is, and I'm not just, I just don't uh, uh, deliver messages from spirit, evidential message. I am really um, a psychic seer, so I predict things that are in the future. So I often say to people, my clients uh, who I work with, uh, most of them all, all, all want future predictions and they come back and say to me, oh, this happened, that happened. So, you know, I know that my predictions can be 100%, even though the people uh, who I'm passing the message on with at the time may not take the information. I just say, hold on to it because it may be in the future. They've given it, Spirit have given me it for a reason and there it is, you know. And I've been test tried and tested by many professors within the academic community. I actually them by some of my predictions as well so yeah i love that that's I, a confidence boost and we're getting near our breaks right i want to go ahead and give out the numbers Perfect. but let me ask you carol when people call in and to see what it is that that you can see for them uh what kind of information do you need just their name or something else no, I just need the name because I connect to the energy of their name. It's everything's on a vibration when you work okay. with spirit. So I feel that their voice vibration will be enough that I will need to be getting on with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. We also ask people where they're calling from just because we're curious about that. So if you would like to talk with Carol Bromley after the break, the numbers to call are area code 425 3735527 and that's from anywhere you can call 4253735527 if you're in western washington there's also a toll free number and that's 18882985569 so there's a couple of numbers give us uh, time to take a break here nathan will be putting you in queue as they say in london and you will talk with Carol Bromley after the break. So thank you for listening to Manson Mitchell, and we will be right back. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to mansonmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Manson Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world-famed, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working. 
for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life. But there simply aren't enough people giving blood. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs it. But only about 3% of the population donates. Without more donors, hospitals may not have the blood needed to save lives. That's why the American Red Cross needs people to help restore the A's, B's, and O's that are depleting each day. When you make your appointment to donate blood at redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types, you can help give strength to kids, parents, and grandparents who face life and death challenges. From cancer patients to accidents survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell. Does that ever bring back memories? It's Saturday morning in Seattle. It's Saturday afternoon in Sarasota, Florida. And it's Saturday evening in London, where Carol Bromley is calling from. And and there's Carol looking cute in her braces and boots with a handful of grease in her hair. (laughs) (laughs) A bunny under one arm and an egg under the other. Well, excellent. We have a number of people who would like to talk with you today, Carol. So let us talk to uh, the first lady whose name is Marie, and she lives in Seattle. Marie, say hello to Carol Bromley. Hi, good morning, Carol. Hello, good morning, Marie. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Marie. Um, so as I'm going to connect to your energy, and usually I work with any names, dates, months, or years that would be significant, important to you, people around you, people close to you, or even the people in the spirit world. And as I connect to your energy, Marie, I've gone, I'm like, all oh, the hairs have stood up on my back here, yeah? And I, I want to connect with a lovely lady in the spirit world who brings her love, her loving uh, energies close to you and around you there, Marie. She wants to talk about the months of February and September as being important, if I may say. I do feel like there's a, a situation going on around you that I want to say, Marie, that you feel a bit anxious about or a little bit nervous about, she's saying. And I feel this lady would want to say to you at this time, Marie, just uh, let the energy energies flow it is what it is yeah all right she makes me feel that you will get through this and she also talks about a new 
beginning in terms of a job or career or a job role there going on around you or with you there as well yeah now she's showing me a lovely red and white check tablecloth so I feel like a picnic is something that's been discussed about or it been in uh, a conversation or something that may come up with you there Marie so um, if you can connect it to any of that information or just a little bit of it please hold on to this message that this lovely lady in the spirit world is bringing you there and she also talks she also talks about wanting to say thank you uh, and she, if she was here, she would show you so much gratitude for the love and the memories you send over to her in the spirit world as well, Maria. She also shows me your sign in a contract. She's put a pen, a pen in your hand. I feel I don't know. This might be where the nerves are coming in with you, Marie. But there's a pen and a contract being sold there as well, darling. So if that makes sense to you, or if it doesn't make sense to you, please hold on to that information. And the beautiful lady who's brought it in from our heavenly realms there you you connected me with my mom thank you oh bless you would that made sense with you totally in the months sense. of february oh. and september there yes Ooh. yes she thank you Oh, bless you, darling. She just makes me feel like I've gone up my hairs on the back of my neck have all stood up because she stands that close to you. Oh. Do you know that she stands that close to you? Yeah. And I also, who liked Michael Jackson as well? Really? Yeah, because she's talking about, she's, she, um, uh, she just talks about Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's songs, dancing to Michael Jackson, um, uh, never give up as well, she's saying, but everything's about Michael Jackson here now. <laughs> I like that. That's great. You? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I hear the song, Marie, before you uh, click out there, um, I hear the song, The Way You Make Me Feel. I don't okay. know if, that's, if you know that song by Michael I Jackson. I do oh, know that, okay. yeah. Oh, I want to move along to it as well, boogie boogie. But um, just be happy, happy times are ahead for you there, lovey. I just picked up an old cassette tape this morning, Michael Jackson, Heal the World. <gasps> no oh way. God. Yes. No way. There you go. Well, she was with you, yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like her song, The Way You Make Me Feel, She, you're making her feel absolutely alive and buzzing there, Marie. Oh, thank you. All right, my oh. darling. Marie, oh, wonderful. Thank you so Happy much for calling. Easter. Thank you. Happy Easter. Happy Easter you to too. you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was terrific. Nice kickoff call. Absolutely. For first call, that was absolutely wonderful. Thank and now you. you're not fired yet, love. <laughs> <laughs> we have Lori calling from Tuckwilla, Washington. Lori, say hello to Carol Bromley. Hi, Carol. Love your accent. <laughs> totally cool. <laughs> darling, are you all right? I beg your pardon? I said hello, my darling. Are you all right? Uh, yes. Yeah, good. It's lovely to talk to you today. Happy Easter. Yeah. Happy Easter. Now, Laurie, um, I, as I'm connecting to your energies there. I've got your energies there, you know. And I know there's two ladies in the spirit world. It's like Ladies' Day today, isn't it? We have a thing called Ladies' Day at Ascot, the races. But I feel like spirits here, it's girl power today there, Laurie. I want to say there's two ladies around you. I want to say a mother figure and a mother figure. So I've got two mother figures going on around there you, with you, Dolly. I want to say the month of July is significant and important to you. 
I'm going to say that one of these ladies have seen you um, uh, doing something with the pot plants or the flowers, but I feel I've got beautiful colours, flowery colours going on around me there. Yeah? And I also see a lot of lace uh, being shown to me to give to you. Lace would be important there. I see like the Victorian era or the, the Victorian age as being something that, uh, of history, something that you may have been interested in the past there. Yeah? And I also see soft music being played on keyboards, a piano or keyboards or something like that. Now I want to connect to the numbers 23 and the numbers 27. So I don't know if it's the 23rd, 27th of the month or 23 and 27 years there as being important there. I also feel a fatherly figure in the spirit world who wants to step forward as well. And is this gentleman steps forward? Laurie, he makes me feel like he would have been uh, quite tall and proud and looking over his family with a great deal of pride as well. I don't know if the doctors, because he's showing me um, a doctor's surgical bag would be important or a trip to the doctors or a surgical appointment has been scheduled or you've been there, but he's making me feel like there's a lot of healing coming your way as well there. I don't know if you understand that or if some of that's to come, um, but what did you think there, Laurie? <laughs> um, well, yes, my mother and I, who my mom has passed on, and uh, we used to go around and collect antiques, and some of the things that we loved to, to look at were, you know, lace tablecloths and, and things like that. So definitely. Oh, oh perfect. Um, Would you know where July came in as well? Um. Well, my sister was born in July, um, so that's July twenty eighth. So one day off, but that's, oh, okay. that's so that's her oh. daughter. So know that she's connecting to your sister there as well, my lovely. So that's her saying that she is still around you all. Okay, but what Great. what lovely validation and evidence that is there. I feel like the two mother figures are together. So it might be your mum and your mum's mum as well who bring their energies around you here. Okay. Great. Um, okay. I do have one question maybe you can help me with. I just sure. left a job that was um, draining all my energy, working six days a week, 14 hours a day. W yeah. What's next for me? Do I get another job or do I... Um, you know, you know, you've got to look after yourself, and that's why this. Uh, that's why I feel like the the fatherly figure, the gentleman who stepped in, came with his doctor's bag, and he did say he was giving you the healing there. Yeah. So I want to say, Laurie, take this time out to get your body back on balance again, get everything realigned in your body, heal yourself, darling. Take time out because when you're doing something that's stressful or straining, it hits many parts of the physical body. So you need to get this better first. I'm getting four months as being important uh, from your lovely mum here. So where are we? April, May, June, July, August. Maybe August, yeah, maybe July moving into August, you may in, be in a better position or see a better opportunity coming to you in uh, the terms of a working role there, Laurie. Yeah, so I don't feel like you'll be sitting on your laurels too much, honey. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Awesome. Yay. Yes, that sounds very good. Lori, thank you for calling Not in today. Next, oh, next time you drive so by much. South Center, give us give a wave in our 
uh, with us in mind because I spent many a quality hour there at the mall. And man, has that ever grown? Tuck Will is getting big. Oh, wow. I am sitting in the mall parking lot, actually. Oh. I felt the vibe. <laughs> I told you, Gary, that Thank you so much. You've really helped All right. Me. Thank Happy you, Easter, Lori. Lori. Happy Thank you. Easter. Happy Easter. Before Happy we go Easter. on, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye, yes. Lori. Thank you so much, darling. Enjoy. Go ahead, Carol. Um, before we go to the next caller, can I just put it out there to your yes. listeners about a, a lovely baby that uh, I feel I want to hold in my arms, a lovely baby who's beside me here. Um, it is a girl. She does say she was born in November, or the November, November would be important. She does talk about passing away on the day that she was born would be connected with somebody's birthday as well, close to her. And when she came into me, she's been with me since we connected. Um, she says, I just want to find my mummy. So if this baby's mummy's out there and she's listening, please know that your little baby is here uh, looking for you. All right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. A, a November baby girl, something around November. Not looking for you per se, but looking right. for you to phone in. <laughs> right, 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 right. I need to get that clear. Yeah. Yes. Right. Phone All in right, if, if that rings true for you. We you. have Harriet calling from Seattle. Harriet, say hello to Carol Bromley. Oh, hi, Carol. This is uh, well, you sound so wonderful on the, on the radio. Thank you. For oh, taking my bless call. you, darling. Thank you so much. I love the name Harriet, you know. That is so very quaint. It's very English, <laughs> if I may say. <laughs> so come on over, darling. Yeah, we'll have a cup of tea and a slice of cake. <laughs> sure, I, yeah, I'd love that. I'm a one, I'm a two tea Harriet. Most of the Harriets are one tea. <laughs> There you go. We, we're a perfect match there, yeah? Um, so I'm connecting to you on a love vibration, and I want to say that there's a lot of people around you, close to you, who um, you, you look after, who you uh, uh, support is what I want to say. I want to connect to the month of May as being significant and important. And as I connect to that month, I feel a gentleman in the spirit world who wants to step forward here, yeah? And I feel like um, uh, uh, he talks about January as well as being important there. So I don't know if you connect to the January birthday passing or anniversary there, Harriet, but that's what he talks about. Yeah. I feel like this gentleman would have smoked a pipe because I see him sitting down in a chair and he is smoking a pipe. And I get that smell and that taste of really old, oldy woldy tobacco from this gentleman. And I know as I see him, I'm trying not to laugh here, love, but his eyebrows are really quite bushy, you know, and us ladies, when we get a eyebrow out of place we just want to get the tweezers and pluck the thing out don't we um but this gentleman is such a gentle gentle soul I feel um he didn't mind he didn't mind what he looked like I feel like he's just got hardly any air on top he's just got a little bit of air around the sides but he really did embrace his family showing me himself wearing um a dark pair of jeans and um oh like a, a woodcutter's shirt check check shirt that's how he's showing it to me he also talks about teaching so i don't teach i don't know if teaching or education would be important to you or courses or studying but i see that there's a lot of that stuff uh maybe going on around you um either from the past or the present or being spoken about in conversation there yeah 
Um, but as I said, I want to say the month of May would be important. And also maybe the third of the month or the month of March as being important as well. Yeah. And I also feel like somebody keeps losing buttons off their shirt or their, their blouses or something. Somebody keeps popping the buttons off of their shirt or their blouse. So, um, oh, OK. So um, he says somebody's putting on weight there. <laughs> <laughs> jogs around the blog with solve, solve the button popping yeah but right. there you go what a lovely what a love and i see his jeans are turned up at the bottom as well but what a, a lovely lovely gentleman i feel i don't know if this makes sense to you Harry, but he's kind of enjoying your company darling <laughs> well he's enjoying my company but i don't uh, i'm trying to recollect uh, him in my life i don't uh, uh Oh, I don't have any birthday. Would he be connected to one January. of your friends? Would he be connected to one of your friends? Because he's saying oh, that. Yes, he's yes, 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 yes. He would be connected to one of my friends. Uh, I, uh, I just asked him, I said, why are you here if you're not connecting to, you know, I'm doing a three-way conversation here, love. I'm saying, why are you here? If you've got, and he said, ask her, I'm with one of her friends. Yeah. yeah okay. 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 I can get that as one of my friends. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, and would, yes. would, would your friend have been talking about this lovely gentleman recently or uh, uh, his name or his uh, memories been coming up there? Well, you know, he probably walked through my house not too long ago. I mean, he was a good friend of mine. He had been a school teacher uh, and uh, and we yeah, were great friends uh, for, for many years. Uh, and he kind of just passed away uh, from an accident suddenly oh, about three years ago. It? three and a half years Ooh. ago yeah bless him so that's what he gave the education the studying um and he talked yeah. about him being con uh, connected on the friend friend link there um uh, i don't know what the month of may means or the third or uh that what that means but please hold it if you don't know because i know that it it something will trigger you your memory sure. to recall mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. well i know that person then i mean he was a f funny guy uh, a very uh, uh very uh, uh dependable very dependable yes. very dependable yes very 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 strong and proud gentleman i feel mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and he's still with you now and he's still around you yeah. Oh, okay. Would you like Frankie Valley as well? Because he's he's talking about Frankie Valley music. Oh, but yeah, he probably did like Frankie Valley music because uh, you know, we were different ethnicities and so his taste of music would be different from mine. But uh, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> All right, so he's just saying um, it, they're all coming in with their songs today. But <laughs> I don't know it's because I used to be a DJ, but I gave that up in the eighties. Um, but it's it's lovely when they bring in their their songs and their memories. That's a good sign that they're with you as well. There. So listen, Harriet, have a lovely Easter. Go and crack some of those eggs, yeah. All right. Well, party. you too. Thank you so much for taking my call, and I'd like to see that. Uh, I like the show. You're welcome. Thank you, Harriet. It was our pleasure. Thank you. Perfect. Well, very good. Aren't we having interesting callers today? Oh my God, they're amazing, aren't they? And yes, just, they are. To just take 15 yeah. seconds or so, it's fascinating. Every medium I work with will give a message to someone, inevitably it seems, who will not place and not be able to make that. Oh, 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 my friend, to get them in context, but it takes a moment. 
It does, yeah. And, and quite often people text me and they say later or the next day and they say, oh, I know what that's for now, you know. But we're just the messengers. We can't deliver the whole context in the time that we've got on air, you know, because it would take too much time. Right, right. As a matter of fact, if somebody wanted to get a full reading from you, they can do that. This is just a brief message. So if they want to get a full reading from you, uh, what is the best way for them to connect with you, Carol? I am. I am so happy to help anybody who wants a reading with me because I heal both worlds. You know, I love the healing elements that the messages and spirit bring from the heavenly realms. But if anybody wants to book a reading with me, please visit my website, www.carolwithanee.com carolbromley.com or go to my Facebook page Carol Bromley Psychic Medium I am there as well good I wanted to make sure that we got that out our next caller is Sean from Seattle Sean say hello to Carol Bromley hello Carol hello Sean how are you doing well thank you good so you can hear me okay yes sure you will okay that's lovely so I um move in with your energies there Sean I feel like I want to say to you that luck's on your side yeah and I feel like um you are the kind of gentleman who makes their own luck as well and I feel that you are very responsible for your own path and your own destiny yeah and I feel like you don't like reaching out to other people because you you're it's the other way around with you you like people to reach out to you but you're very private as well there Sean I feel that you can be very private at times and I feel like I don't know if you spend a lot of time on the screen or screen time or uh making videos or something but I feel that there's a lot of screens around you or you looking at screens there. Um, and as I also connect to your energies there, I want to connect to the month of December as being important to you, Sean, and maybe the number 15, 15 years as being significant and important. I don't know if you've got a car collection or there's a couple of cars that sat in your garage there, but I feel like there's two more new cars to come for you. Not one, but there's two cars to come in to your garage there. I feel motors and uh, uh, transport vehicles as something that may be uh, a hobby of yours or something that you may have uh, developed over the years as well there. And also I wanna say that not a fatherly figure, but a grandfather figure wants to step forward into your energies. Cause as he does, he said, uh, he's calling you his boy. He said, my boy is a miniature me. <laughs> he's saying he's a miniature me. <laughs> And that um, he's done me very proud, he said. He knows what he's all about and he's done me very proud. I feel like, Sean, some people don't get you sometimes. Would you understand that? Oh, yes, very much so, yes. Yeah, because I feel like um, you've got a, a, a different sense type of sense of humor you know and I feel like you are very or very private but you're also very personal personal as well Sean is what I want to say there and I feel like you don't like drama you don't like drama in your life either you know it's almost like (laughs) any sense of drama comes to you Sean you're on the next bus out <laughs> Do you, know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel that would. I also. I don't know if there's a beach house or I see a house by a beach that would be important or connected to you there. And I feel like um, the gentleman who's standing here with me, standing in your energies, is showing me a fishing rod, and he would spend time 
fishing over the lakes or in the sea there as well. I don't know if that makes sense to you, Sean, but it's I feel like it's the beautiful message. And he's telling me a lot, a lot about you, but he's also saying to you to take a chill pill, love, you know, just relax, take uh, throw your shoes off, yeah, okay. Uh, no stripping, you know, take your coat off, never lie, but relax, <laughs> you know, just throw your shoes off huh? um, and have that perfect bottle of wine. It's not an it's not a cheap wine, it's an expensive wine, yeah because um, you don't do cheap, yeah, because you deserve, <laughs> you deserve the best these <laughs> days, yeah. Um, and you, you, you are, you're very impressive as well. You're very, you like to impress people, but not to the point that you're showing off all the money that you've got, all the wealth that you've got. Do you understand that? Yes, yes, that makes sense, okay. yes. That's, that's good, that's lovely, thank you. Um, Thanks so much, Sean, for calling today. We wish you a happy Easter. We have one more call. If we can get in Last a quick Last caller one of the day, and this is going to be a mini reading for you, Carol, because we only have about a minute and a half, maybe, two, maybe minutes. two minutes. So we want to talk to Noreen from Linwood. Noreen, say hello to Carol Bromley. You're the last caller of the day. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Carol. Hello, Noreen. You sound lovely, darling. Yeah, I can see that you're well. You're a well-made-up lady, there. You know. I will, do you know? I don't think you know the name of Cora, Clora, or Claire as being important. But I'm getting like Cora, Coral, or something like a name coming like that in there. Yeah. I also feel like ornaments, jewelry would be significant and important to you. And I feel um, I'm doing lots of making with my fingers as well. Lots of craft work with my fingers, making things, you know, that's what I feel. I also feel maybe drawing and colours would be important to you as well, because I'm seeing loads of uh, portraits around you there, Cora, yeah? And I feel like you, you know how to utilise your energies. I feel like you might be a little bit on the psychic vibration yourself as well at times, and you rely on a lot a lot of the times with your gut instincts as well although you're not entirely always uh on point in when it comes to decision making do you understand that yeah and i also feel this month of april would be important to you because i feel a female motherly figure in the spirit world connecting her energy with you darling and it's not just her energy but it's like two hearts as one she's saying okay Okay. All right. So um, I feel this lo a, a lovely message there. Are you doing anything good for the holiday? Yes. You are. Well, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself is what she wants. She's going to be there with you and enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. So have fun, laugh, relax and chill out, you know, and stay safe. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Happy right, Easter, then. Noreen. I'm glad we got your call in. Happy Easter there. And thank you, Carol Bromley, for gracing our Yay. show, our airwaves once again. Christmas and Easter, that's Carol Bromley time. Yeah. We're going to carve that in stone, my dear. <laughs> yeah, this is the 10th year, or is this the 11th year now I've been on your show? I, lose track. I didn't look it up, I'm sorry to say. We've had you on plenty, but not enough. That's there right. I, I think. I think this is my 10th anniversary because I said to you last year, I needed a gold pen for my 10th anniversary. There you <laughs> go. Uh, there you go. Well, thank you for joining us Carol, today, Carol. Have a very happy Easter to you and your family. 
Thanks to everybody who's phoned in and, and uh, exchanging your love with each and every one of us and yes. all the listeners as well, because that's important. Absolutely. Wonderful callers today. And stay tuned. Coming up is Jupiter Rising, and then we will be back with you next Friday. In the meantime, have a safe, happy Easter, everyone. And stay tuned whenever possible to AM 1150, Seattle's home of alternative talk.